The Victorian government has cooked up a sneaky appeasement burger for EVs. Apparently there's going to be subsidies now and taxes. Because politicians are invariably disingenuous liars and cheats. You can take that to the bank and that is a macroeconomic assessment, of course. And don't the lobby groups just love this kind of stuff? Yes. Details next. I'm John Cadogan from autoexpert.com.au and I get new cars cheap for buyers here in Australia. Website for that, obviously. Or you can just click the car that's up there now, dude. Governments and lobby groups are, of course, a match made in hell. Like, just think about the least attractive pornographic movie ever made and make it two orders of magnitude uglier, because this is that. Politicians and lobby groups getting it on. Actually, this is a match made in a hell run by executives from the former Soviet bureaucracy. It's that credible. The ugliness so far. The Vicwegian government recently decided it would be a really, really good idea to behave unlike every other government on earth and invoke a road user tax to penalise EV owners because, according to Vicwegian shot callers, those tax-dodging, EV-owning mother-lovers, I'm paraphrasing, were weaseling out of paying their rightful fuel excise. And if by weaseling out, they mean mainly because EVs don't use fuels that have excise imposed upon them, then yeah, I guess they were. If you're watching this from a civilised country, of course, dude... Please accept my unreserved and sincere apologies. It must seem quite strange to see a jurisdiction this backward connected to the internet. But I assure you I am not making this up. I wish I were. Australia is that fucked. Vicwegia is, of course, the southernmost state on the contiguous Schittsvillian eastern seaboard. That doesn't include Tasmania, essentially, which doesn't count because... Nobody cares. And they've always been somewhat disconnected in any case. Vicwegia has the filthiest coal in Australia. It's really just dirt that burns, like, sometimes, and even then, poorly. Plus, it has the filthiest electricity grid. <laughs> well done there. And the most ridiculous pilot project ever aimed at turning Vicwegian Bernie dirt into <laughs> hydrogen because... That's not funny. Because elected officials... Don't actually understand the second law of thermodynamics, and they are therefore, by definition, worthless dipshits, in my estimation. They're doing this Bernie Dirt hydrogen thing to hold on to votes in the Latrobe Valley, basically, like, dudes, here's your lifeline, Latrobians. It's embarrassing, and the rest of the nation doesn't friggin' care. Like, I know I don't. It's a bullshit project, and that should be all that matters. It makes Vicwegia look like a recidivist third-world environmental disgrace to anyone who paid attention during a single basic university science class.
Apparently nobody told elected Vicwegian dipshits that EV buyers already pay roughly 50% more GST and stamp duty up front and also generally contribute more to the economy via the installation of rooftop solar and uh, home and or office EV charging systems. So there's that. And of course, those same high-level ministerial dipshits propose this EV tax without any kind of informed community debate. You know, like to thrash out the positives of incentivising EVs versus the negatives publicly. So, well done there, representing the community. Anyway, most developed markets are going the other way, offering EV incentives like tax breaks, no tolls, free parking, free charging, things of that nature. So once again... Shitsville is looking like a bunch of half-arsed, convict-ascended, uneducated hillbillies on the world stage. Great. Especially as our other states are gearing up to tax EV owners as well, because they are so addicted to automotive revenue. There was quite a bit of backlash on this EV tax, and the Vicwegian government recently reached the egg-on-face threshold required to bullshit its way out of this hole. The EV tax is still in, of course, but apparently there are also going to be EV subsidies now. So that's not like robbing Peter to pay Peter, is it? It's actually just so some minister can whip out the subsidies in press conferences to counter any criticisms on EV taxes from the dogshit dumb news media. There will be 20,000 subsidies in total, which sounds like a hell of a lot, but really, it isn't. 3,000 bucks a piece for EVs costing less than $69,000 as part of a $100 million so-called EV encouragement package. At least until some asshole changes his or her mind again. So that shouldn't take too long. It's frankly pathetic. The subsidy in each case is less than getting the GST back, right? And here's where the lobbyists come in. <laughs> do love me a good lobbyist. First up, let us do the Electric Vehicle Council, a really credible sounding name that really just represents a bunch of big businesses gagging to sell EVs and EV-related shit like electricity and charges to you in the public. Only 0.1% of Victorian cars are currently electric. The subsidies announced could help drive that figure up sharply and put a huge dent in Victoria's carbon emissions. And put a huge dent in Vicwegia's carbon emissions. <laughs> Unfucking quote. Like, who doesn't want that? I know I do, but... Behyad Jafari there, the big cheddar of the Electric Vehicle Council, the EVC. Apparently the EVC's divorce from the facts is final, yes. I make no comment about Big Bayad, except that I could not do his job, like, with a straight face. This allegedly huge dent, though, 20,000 EVs. According to the National Survey of Motor Vehicle Use from Ostats, which anyone can download for free, for the 12 months to June 30 of 2020, there are 4 million passenger vehicles in Vicwegia, more or less. 20,000 new EVs would represent half of 1% of passenger vehicles in Vicwegia. And it will take 10 years to sell that many at the current rate of uptake, just saying. 
Passenger vehicles are demonised quite often environmentally, but they are really responsible for only about 9% of total greenhouse emissions in Australia. So that's 9% of half a percent of a reduction in greenhouse, which is a reduction of about 450 parts per million of Vicuigia's total CO2 output. So every time Vicuigia farts out one tonne of CO2, these subsidies represent, at best, the reduction of 450 grams, like per tonne. Therefore, I call bullshit on the Electric Vehicle Council's huge dent hypothesis. In fact, it is barely measurable and certainly insignificant. If you're not mathematically minded, of course, it's just less than fuck all, right? But the facts don't usually get in the way of these kinds of lobby group bullshitters and the discourse they promote. Incidentally, this, uh, let's call it uh, information, can be found in a press release issued by Medianet. A bunch of self-confessed PR tools who just want to promote vested interest content irrespective of its relationship with the facts. Reaching a target of 50% electric vehicle sales by 2030 is a positive and reasonable target. It will take work, but with industry, government and community working together, we can achieve this and unlock the many benefits that come with it. Big bad, bad there, again. With a name like that too, don't you think you should be a pirate? Like it's better than Jack Sparrow, isn't it? Anyway, whose target is this exactly, this 50%? As far as I can see, it's just the Electric Vehicle Council's arbitrary bullshit target, which they reached around and pulled out of their asses one day. <laughs> no BTS on that one, thankfully. 50%, okay, just so their vested interest constituents can sell more EV shit to more consumers like you. But it's interesting to me, right, how they cloak these targets in the language of virtue, like the many benefits. Who doesn't want that up? Me, put me down for two. I'll have many benefits times two, if you don't mind. They're trying to sell you their shit, not save the planet. That's how this works. EVC members include Tesla, AGL Energy, Hyundai, Origin Energy, Nissan, Mitsubishi, Audi, BMW, Porsche, Volkswagen, Transgrid, Transurban, and importantly, the Australian Automotive Dealer Association. A monument to human ugliness, essentially. And when I imagine all of them together in a sauna in their underwear, it helps me with my appetite suppression around lunchtime. And I'm not seeing a room full of virtuous planet savers, frankly. Like, I'm really not. I'm seeing a room full of parties who just want to sell you more of their shit and who need to promote related EV shit-selling objectives at arm's length through the prisms of bullshit and virtue by an apparent third party whom they are covertly funding. If they say it often enough, this target of 50% EVs by 2030, it'll be more than enough to legitimise this as an objective. And they've got the money, right, to say it loud and proud and often, like, given the corporations covertly paying the bills here. But just to decompile all of this and this target, right, Vicuigia typically accounts for about 300,000 new vehicle sales annually. It's about 30% of the national total, right? And the total EV sales in Australia last year were about 1,800, not including Tesla, which doesn't report its sales like the other kiddies. 
Tesla takes the fifth on sales. So let's just call it 3,000 EVs nationally in the ballpark, right? Which would be about 1,000 EVs in Vicwegia. And given that 2021 is pretty much rooted in terms of automotive growth, thanks to prevailing industry pressure, you know, chipageddon, etc., that means there's nine years inclusive from which to go from 1,000 sales to 150,000 EV sales and thereby hit the bullshit target of 50% in an environment where EVs themselves are roughly 50% more expensive upfront compared with an equivalent internal combustion vehicle and in which they are about to be taxed more heavily as well. 15,000 percent growth in sales over the next nine years. That's the objective. Good luck with that, quote, positive and reasonable target. Like, I've been to Fantasy Island and this is that, minus the bikinis and the loose morals, right? So not nearly as entertaining. I certainly hope the EVC is preparing its excuses for failure. And now, my favourite lobby group of all time. The FCAI has concerns over the ambitious target of 50% of new vehicle sales in Vicwegia being electric vehicles by 2030, warning that governments should focus on CO2 emissions targets rather than mandating specific technologies. Of all the gin joints in all the towns in all the world, right, Tony Webber keeps walking unsolicited into mine. <laughs> he is my favourite lobby dude ever by a country mile. If I'm ever unsure about what position I should take on this or that, some vital automotive issue, I simply ask myself this, where would TW sit? And then I just go and sit at the other end of the fucking table. Simple. That quote is from a news release entitled, Car companies welcome Vicwegia's balanced approach to electric vehicle support. I say that with a straight face. Well done there. If by balanced, you mean both rewarding them and kicking them in the nuts via taxation, then agreed. You're not being dickheads? Not at all. The Federal Chamber of Automotive Industries there, such a grandiose name for the car industry's grubby little barrow pusher in... Increasingly, of course, the FCAI is really just Toyota's other PR department. Toyota, of course, is increasingly the kid who just doesn't try hard enough but demands all the medals anyway, like, just for turning up. You know when having a mistress stops being fun and starts being an obligation? Like, I'm looking at you, <laughs> Tiffany. This is kind of that. Toyota is the Federal Chamber's mistress, metaphorically, and her needs have become unreasonable and insatiable. It's like codependent and toxic, and maybe that's why I love watching it so much. They're doing this in public, and frankly, I just can't look away. One day it's a Hermes Kelly handbag and tickets to the friggin' Barber of Seville or something, and the next it's the enthusiastic public appeasement of the Big T's addiction 
to hybrids because that's what you're really looking at here. Hybrids now, of course, have been eclipsed by EVs in the domain of green automotive virtue. Used by date, soon to expire, and Toyota hates that. The FCAI is, of course, supposed to represent the grubby imperatives of all car makers equally, but it is spending rather a lot of its time lately down on its knees, enthusiastically polishing Toyota's, let's call it, uh, logo. We can all see it, okay? Poor old Toyota, no EVs to promote, just those filthy hybrids. No subsidies for you dirty bastards. It doesn't seem fair to Toyota. The other ladies in the FCAI club really must be wondering what's in it for them vis-a-vis FCAI membership. Actually, I have spoken to some of those ladies about exactly this issue, Soto Voce, and they certainly are wondering. That's beyond reasonable doubt. And finally, to you low-rent lobby groups everywhere, here's the really inconvenient truth, I think. People are not as dumb as you think, okay? Some of us can do basic mental arithmetic and research and check out your bullshit claims and their validity. Moreover, it's pretty clear that humanity cannot hope to consume its way out of a full-on climate emergency. And if you think consumption of virtuous products is a countermeasure that will work against this stupendously huge problem, dude, you are about as dumb as the average Vicwegian politician. And I assure you, your mother and father had hoped for more than that from you. They really did. And promoting this concept through covertly funded barrow pushes such as the Electric Vehicle Council is an ace way to piss off every member of the audience under the age of 35, right? Business as usual does not work with young adults. Just ask Channel 7 and Channel 9 how that's working out with the news. I do love these lobby groups though, like where would we be without them? It'd be like going back to watching black and white TV after all those years in colour. So endlessly entertaining.